Church, good day to you. It is May 15th, and on this beautiful Friday, here we are. We're, we're in a season where much is closed, but something is reopening, it seems like every other minute, and we're wondering, what is next? What is upon us? What is coming? And that is a great place for us to be. It's what we called this past Sunday, this space of holy uncertainty, this space of not knowing with confidence in God. And this is something that Christians, even the first followers of Jesus, wrestled with. You see, after they saw Jesus for many days and even years, some of his apprentices uh, like demonstrate the power of the kingdom of God, they then saw him, some from afar and only, and some only by word of mouth, they actually weren't at the place of crucifixion. But they saw and they witnessed and they experienced the death of their ultimate hope. And then, with, with great surprise, they actually saw that death could not hold Jesus, that death would not have the final word in God's good world, that, there would, that their Jesus was glorified body and all, standing, witnessing to the power of the risen Savior. And then, then came another thing. There came a moment where Jesus who said he would go away, actually went away. And right now we are in this season of waiting. At, at, near the end of this month, like this next Thursday will be Ascension Thursday. But right now we, we look toward this, this moment, Pentecost Sunday, when the Spirit is poured out. But, but Jesus is is with us, and yet we know he's going away. We, we remember he's saying this thing. It's this mystery almost. And I, what's compelling to me about it, especially this day of all days, is it's this moment of letting go, but it's also this moment of receiving. It's something that Jesus himself embodies. He, he, he came. Shared it. He illustrated this reality of letting go and receiving. And that is the gift of this season. You know, this whole week we've been talking about blessing and in, just in small parts, embracing the contours and sometimes the upside down nature of blessing. That at some moments we may need to call our very souls to bless God because it's as though they've forgotten. We need to remind ourselves that it's a God who drew us out unto himself. But right now in this season, perhaps it's helpful to know that there has been no ascension. There has been no outpouring. We are clinging to Jesus and waiting and yet also fearful. And yet in this time, with the psalmist, we say his nearness is our good. And with Jesus in his bodily resurrection, we say that not even death itself could crumble the vision of love. And so these words here, maybe they feel like rambling to you about a strange topic like the church calendar. But my, my hope 
is that as we bring to a close this week and, and then we turn our attention to like walk through the gospel as a community of faith, that is the liturgy where we embrace the contours of God's goodness proclaimed over our lives and we wander with Jesus in the parables of Mark. May you go into this next day, into this evening, clinging to Jesus, knowing that the blessing of Pentecost, the pouring out of the Spirit is ahead, and yet right now Jesus is with you. And he will go away and it will be better. And you may not understand in this moment because it, it just it feels like a mystery. You don't actually want it. And it's, it's like this moment is fraught with pain and setbacks and frustrations and yet simple joys. And it's a lot. And so here at the close of our week, I just want to invite us. Invite us to sit in silence with Jesus. And this, this for me is the most difficult thing. And so I have, I have an illustration that was really helpful for me. You know, the voice that you're hearing right now is, is a voice that's being run through a sound system. <laughs> Logan, who is the owner and producer of this, uh, the midday studios where we're making these podcasts, he does a brilliant job. And, and he takes out these little crackles, the mouth noises, because it grosses some of you out. And he takes out the, the buzz of any other things. And what you hear is, is more or less my voice. And then there's silence. See, for me, I, I have a very difficult time sitting in the silence. I, it's perhaps the most difficult discipline to implement in my life. It takes a long time for my mind to quiet down. But that's the invitation of today. It's to sit in the silence because it's in this quiet moment that Jesus is, is near us and yet we know he's going away. It's in these, this quiet moment of, of a waiting and longing, of, of a hope what's to come and yet a, like trying to count this moment as joy. It's in the silence that we get to receive the embrace of Jesus, that we get to attune ourselves to his voice, to quiet all the other things, and that his presence really is our good, that, it, that it's just his presence that we need. And sometimes we think, I need the loud noise, I need the emotive music, I need that. And that's true, I, I, I love that I'm like, if you know me, you know I love those moments. I'm an emotive and demonstrative person. But that's why these moments of silence are so needed. And so may you go into these moments ahead, not worried, not caught up in the next thing, no distraction, no noise, no static, just you, fully you, and the presence of the God who loves you. Would you let his love envelop you? Would you let yourself show up to him? Would you go, would you find that space where you can be quiet, where you can be uninterrupted? Perhaps it is once everyone is to bed, 
and you go outside and you just embrace the quiet of the night. Maybe you just, you, you go on a drive and you, you go to a place and it doesn't take long to get out of the city. And once you're there, it's amazing. The sprawling landscape, just go step out of your car and be with God, meet with him because he longs to be with you. May you encounter grace and peace and the blessing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Amen.